No one decides to go into debt. It creeps up on you. Slowly. Debt follows debt. Follows debt. Unless you do something about it. Face your debt problems before they cripple you. It's time to do more something. music, more inspiration. Vuga online. Good day and welcome to another edition of The Cycle right here on Vuga Online Radio with me, your host, Mahalo Motel. We are your inspiration radio and I hope I will be able to do exactly that, which is to inspire you uh, with the conversation that I will be having today. And today we are talking about the future of work. The future of work as we, we, we all can acknowledge that we live in the age of machine learning. We live in the age of um, robotics. We live in the age of um, artificial intelligence. And all these big words um, comes with opportunities and also comes with um, fears. Those who just don't know what is going to happen to their jobs are fearful of these big words that um, computer scientists um, talk about so and, and and of course this this, this fact it's 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 well captured in the book um by um professor chilizimarola who is the former uh, uj um vice chancellor and principal and who is now um director at the united nations university who did say that we have been lacking behind with all these uh, revolutions as a, as, a, as a country but we are now picking up the speed and we are actually joining the world in, in, in making sure that we are not left behind um, in, in catching up with the 4IR. He is the person who was heading the, the presidential panel on, um, on, 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 on artificial intelligence and also as well as on the 4IR. So we, 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 we look into, into this kind of um, issues and we also want to make sure that people are not you know, um, feeling like they, they have been left behind, feeling like we, we are not being taken along. And in the conversation that um, I'm going to be having with Kahiso, who is a data manager, somebody who is well experienced uh, in, in, in the ICT sector, um, he's going to help us contextualize this. We are going to have him right after the break. And this conversation is inspired by the, 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 the fact that I had an opportunity uh, to attend the Future of Work Dialogue, uh, which is organized by the TUT. This is the Tony University of Technology, the Institute for Future of Work, which is at the 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 Chinese University of Technology. And, um, of course, I had uh, the opportunity to speak to uh, Dahiso, who is a data manager um, working for the institution that is not going to mention. Um, but, but he will actually help us contextualize this and also clearing some of the fears that our people have, uh, especially people from the organized labor. If you talk to uh, people from NUMSA and other organizations, tell you that, you know, we, 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 we need to 
to protect our jobs. Our members need to know that uh, they will be upskilled, they will be reskilled in making sure that they catch up with the speed at which we need to move in making sure that we adapt to um, the 4IR. And of course, you as our listener, you are more than welcome to engage with us, to get into conversation with us. And you can do that, um, you know, by submitting your comments, you know, following and liking us on all our social media platforms. And you can do that at Vuga Online Radio on Facebook, on Twitter, as well as on Instagram. We are going to take a break for now. When we come back, we go straight into that conversation that I had with Kahisa. Stay tuned. If you're enjoying this interruption and find the sound of my voice captivating, you may be experiencing extreme boredom. Try new, fast-acting Subaru Impreza in hatch or sedan, formulated with symmetrical full-time all-wheel drive. Cure boredom fast with new Impreza. Vuga, it's time to wake up with Vuga Online. Welcome back to The Cycle right here on Vuga Online Radio with me, your host, Mukhale Mutale. For the benefit of those who um, who just joined us, um, today on The Cycle, we are talking about the future of work. And this conversation comes out of, um, you know, the opportunity that I had to attend the, the second annual Future of Work Dialogue, which is um, hosted and organized by the Twin University of Technology. And I had a um, you know, wonderful opportunity of meeting incredible people there, um, interacting with different um, stakeholders. And um, I had an opportunity to talk to Kahiso, who is not going to mention uh, the name of the institution which he's working for. Um, but he's going to have a conversation with me, talking to me about uh, what is it that um, this moment mean for him and what are the things that we need to look out for, what are the opportunities that we need to grab, what are those fears that we need to clear because some of these things are just misconceptions. Um, without wasting any of um, the time that we, we, we have, I'm just going to go straight into that conversation that I had with Kahi. So take a listen. All right, um, I'm here with one of the, the delegates who is attending the, the, the Future of Work uh, dialogue here at the Sun Arena, where we have been um, you know, deliberating on these issues for the last two days. So um, I'm, 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 I'm with my brother here, <laughs> who, um, if he so wishes, he will introduce himself, um, because of uh, we haven't gotten any consent from the institution. He is working for, so he's not going to mention the institution, sure. but he's going to share his views with me. Uh, my brother. Yeah. Mm. Well, thank you very much for the opportunity to, to uh, be here and obviously share my views with yourself and your audience. Thank you. Uh, my name is Kim Gakhiso Musiani and uh, I'm an ICT manager. I've uh, been in the space for about 10 years now. Um, <laughs> mainly focused on academia mm -hmm. uh, side of things. I won't mention institution as we said. Mm -hmm. uh, because I believe that as much as I'm a proponent for technology and advancement for technology, mm -hmm. uh, my views somehow are, can be controversial at times and can go against the grain in terms of where we are going and what's currently happening. Mm -hmm. So for, for, for free expression of my views, <laughs> allow me not to mention <laughs> my current employer or, or business associates for that mm -hmm. matter. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm I'm, I'm more than welcome to, to share my views and mm. hear from you and your questions and then yeah. take it from there. All right. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, I, th I think for us to, to have 
um, important, critical, you know, conversations. We need yeah. to be honest with each other. Sure, sure. We can't be hiding exactly. uh, our, our, our views and, and hope that we can actually have um, a conversation that is going to be beneficial, mutually beneficial for that matter. So I, I just want to hear from you. Um, what would you say? Um, we are here talking about um, AI, machine learning. We are here talking about um, robotics. Mm. Okay. And when you talk to, it depends who you are talking to. When you talk to, um, you know, guys from organized labor, when you mm. talk about these things, they have fears as to will our jobs still be relevant? Will we still be relevant in this? digital age um, what would you say are the common threats and of course even those opportunities that lies um, in, sure. in the fourth industrial revolution um, particularly with the future of work excellent I think let me then let me contextualize uh, especially that would be great coming to, for from, us to give us yeah, the context yeah. because you, you mentioned organized labor mm -hmm. you, uh, with that you have obviously employers mm -hmm. you have business you have shareholders you have various stakeholders and interests mm. Um, who, who, who at their respective levels mm. are either for or against mm. the implementation of more technology within the environment for mm. various known reasons. I mean, for instance, if you're a business owner mm. uh, and you're able to automate the your accounting system, or you're mm. able to automate your 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 uh, business processes, cleaning your accounting, your what is it? Reception is basically just basically mm. involve technology more in your business and become more efficient. Mm. Then definitely, this is a plus and a win for you. Mm. Obviously, from organized labor point of view, we they've lost two three jobs <laughs> that would under the, uh, naturally be under done by a human being uh, with with a certain skill level, mm. of course. Um, and also that what they will also argue is because I have quite some experience in, in that sector as well, is that to say some people can't be upskilled to that level that you need them to be to be able to operate mm. certain types of machinery mm. or, or, or control mechanisms. Mm. But however, the balance needs to be struck, Mohao, because we, as much as we, we feel for people mm. and their, their limited skill level or their inability or lack of training when it comes to using certain technology or even understanding how they work, we have to understand that we are part of a, a growing and continuously developing world. Mm. And we, we are required, whether we like it or not, to be competitive. Of course. Against, mm. across industry, whether it's countries, whether it's industries, whether it's markets, we need to be competitive all the yes. time. Mm. And, and we cannot sit idly by and say, we're not going to adopt for IR or its associated technologies because, you know, uh, we have a high unemployment problem. Mm. Mm. I think, I think what, 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 what the conversation that's not being had and which needs to be had is that mm. we have guest speakers come on stage they tell us about how this will create jobs and new opportunities mm -hmm. but the question is that nobody's asking where and for whom mm. <laughs> because <laughs> I know definitely in China there's new mm. jobs and opportunities being created because mm. they're manufacturing all these robots mm. and the systems that we're using but mm. in the South African context I mean who, where, where is our Silicon Valley? Where is our Shenzhen, where we, we, we are producing uh, high-tech uh, micro components and machinery and gadgets and robotics? We, we simply don't have that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and even if we try to, 
we would be quickly out, outstripped and outcompeted by China himself. <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad <laughs> that you, you, are, you, are, you are taking that, that route. Yeah. Um, because uh, my next question is, is going to direct you there, hmm. where we are asking the question, where is our Silicon Valley? Uh, yeah. you know? um, because you know, yesterday we had this uh, conversation myself, and I mean, that was during lunch, yeah, where yeah, we yeah. talking about the, the AI being the enabler. Yeah. Um, that tool that we can use to change, uh, you know, our the world around us, sure. and, and and I'm sure you you, you spoke about, um, you know, in the finance sector. You spoke mm. about, um, you know, in the health sector. Health well, sector. you know, the agricultural sector. Now yes. you are able to track where your cows are. You right. know, you are yes. able to track if your cow needs, you know, it's been exposed to heat and all this. So, do you think? Do you think that um, these sectors and other sectors that I did not mention are embracing um, um, AI and the fourth industrial revolution um, yes with the appreciation of what it does and what they can actually you know, I, benefit from yeah I think um, the, 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 the movement towards increased automation and mechanizing various sectors mm. for instance when you talk about agriculture I mean, we've seen, we, we, we now have machinery that can uh, pick berries, that mm-hmm. can pick the most sensitive of foods, mm. whether on trees or on the ground. Uh, just like we have a, is a, one man driving a truck that can do the job of 100 people used to do. Yeah. Uh, that's automation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have, uh, you mentioned what other industry? Uh, healthcare. Mm. Now we have machinery uh, with the help of AI mm. where you can chat to a <laughs> AI <laughs> bot or chat bot mm. and you tell it all your problems or the issues that are associated with you mm-hmm. and it will give you a diagnosis. Yeah. That's almost as accurate as what a doctor would have done. Yeah. Uh, obviously mm. with the system some some mechanical tools, but I mean it's it's close enough. Mm. That's you just <laughs> saved yourself a, a seven year degree person is not longer required. I mean it's mm. scary but exciting at the same time. Mm. Uh, but however you know, I think I mentioned quite clearly to you during our lunch when we discussed these things, there are hidden elements that I think people who are embracing such technologies are not really taking cognizance of. Mm. It's easy to get excited about the fourth industrial revolution, AI, uh, automation, robotics, that kind of thing. And I, and I touched earlier on in terms of for the South African landscape and mm. our context, we, we, we're just not competing at that level. We are importing everything. Whether it's mm. a mechanical dog, whether it's our vaccines, mm. whether it's all of this is being <laughs> widely imported, which mm. is the technology as well. But now, once we've imported the technology and we apply it to the agriculture, mm. we apply it to uh, pharmaceutical or medical fields. Um, it, 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 you again, you encounter mm. the issue we discussed in part one. We said now you have an issue between labour and organisation and the employer saying, mm. but now why do I need to go see my GP? Why do we need to have a generalised person? as a GP where we can have this spot, you walk into the hospital or even be at home. Mm. And it can analyze, do a scan analysis, take your blood pressure right there because mm. there are various tools and plugs you can put on yeah. your phone. Mm. And and why do we need now these doctors? Mm. Um, but there is a question, and I will, of course an answer to it anyway, I hope we get to mm. it. But those are the underlying, the, how do I say, the, the, the indirect consequences of adoption of these technologies. And once you've started, you can't stop. Oh, you can't. And and whether you like it or not, you have to adopt. Remember again, it comes back to being competitive. 
-hmm. If the hospital is not adopted, the next hospital next to it will adopt it, and mm -hmm. they're providing their service and consultation at half the price. Yeah. If mm -hmm. if the farm, uh, your tomato farm is not adopting that that new track that I'm talking about that's picking up, <laughs> replace a hundred people, your next door neighbor will. Yeah. And, and you're out of cost, business. And you're out of business. Mm. So it's not even a matter of uh, uh, whether we want to or not. It's when you have to and embrace it. You have to adopt you, you it. You have to embrace it. Unfortunately, yeah. and ideally for us, we would have liked to have found ourselves ahead of the curve, mm. whereby you know we don't only adopt these technologies, but we're also understanding how and who makes them, mm. and localize the technology and understanding as mm. well, so that that. The jobs that are lost, the hundred jobs that are lost from that one machine, mm. can now be in, uh, transferred to an industrial, um, how do I say, field where the machines are being made or manufactured. Mm. Mm. So the skills can be; it's, it doesn't take much to reskill those type of people, mm. and they can be then replaced somewhere else in the economy. Mm. But if we don't do that, we don't we don't own that supply chain mm -hmm. and we keep adopting and importing. Mm. That means that hundred jobs are lost forever, mm. and you and I <laughs> are now footing the bill. For more hundred more people on our, on, on our welfare there. Actually, somebody uh, somebody made a comment this morning. Um, yeah. You know, talking about um, the fears that uh, the labor, organized labor, is heavy with this, but at the same time, not recognizing the fact that this is an opportunity for new new opportunities, yeah. new job opportunities. Yeah. Um, and, and and as you said, that the the upskilling and the reskilling is not going to happen yeah. as the you know. Uh, the rate is that which is required, but you. So to, to interrupt, mm. let me just add that mm. other thing on, on organized labor. Mm. There's a problem with our organized labor. Mm. Uh, mm. It's very. It's it's been used to one formula for a very long time, mm -hmm. and with this four IR, they're becoming more and more irrelevant. Let me explain. Mm. <laughs> who's who, who's paying? Which robot is paying union fees? Mm. Which machine is paying union fees? Mm. And that's where we're headed. Once you automate, look, I had a accountant friend of mine come and cry and said, you know what, after this automatic reconciliation that SARS implemented with AI, 99% of us have lost our out of a job. Our customers are saying, hey man, this thing just did what you, what I paid you 5,000 to do. Yeah. And I'm happy. And it's what, 90 to 99% correct? So, so that's where the threat the unions are not seeing unless they push, they use their current muscle and power. To influence government to say, guys, we come need, up with a legal we framework. Need, come up with a framework that will mm. protect these jobs. Yeah. That will ensure that we capture exactly what I'm saying. Uh, we move from adopter to manufacturer mm. to, to 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 you understand to 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 maintainer of these all these mm. equipments and designers. Mm. And, uh, so unless that is done, mm. that that knowledge is localized, mm -hmm. will forever be at the mercy mm. of external factors, China's, mm. your mm. Russia's, mm. your England's, your Americas, mm. and, and and Africa is mm. it's huge mm. to still be crying right now that we do not have the capacity or yeah. the skill set. Mm. It's, mm. it's unbelievable. I mean, yesterday um, I'm sure you would have had the guy who asked the question, and it was a very you know direct question where he was saying that um, universities have been you know lacking behind um, they are becoming irrelevant oh yeah and, um, and, and, and and I think this is also is also finding its expression in the the book I'm sure you have read the book by professor Chilizi Marwala uh, losing the gap on the 4IR and um, this is the guy who was heading I think the presidential commission on 4IR and and, and, and he says that he also um, you know 
says that we we have been lagging behind and we have to keep up we have to move at a speed that is required for us to actually be competitive so do you think that universities are being are not doing enough in terms of um, creating um, you know new sets of skills that will be required by you know young people young students uh, for the future of work preparing them or maybe let me put it simpler do you think that universities are preparing students for the future of work i think that's the the best way to to to, to ask it rather than you know yeah yeah no, let, do you let think let universities are preparing young people students. yeah enough for enough. the future of work for the future of work mm. uh the the simple answer is no and i'll tell you why mm. in my opinion mohao you mm. can argue all you like the, the last time i felt universities were preparing people students for any type of work environment was perhaps pre-2000 and i'll explain why mm. right now you, even even the government has come up with a term and you heard it the, the yesterday they call it skills mismatch yeah we we haven't been preparing students for any type of job or placement mm. for the longest time what we've been doing is that we've been making sure that students are not sitting at home and idling by and turning into criminals by giving them this hope that you know what go out there get some form of skills and increase your employer chances of employability mm. but we're not prepared you go out there to employers and you get reviews about the type of students that they get the quality of students that the majority that they get and unfortunately they are mostly bad and they'll tell you that i have to start from fresh from scratch with this person i have to teach them everything i have to you know all the system yes they come here with some english and some basic computer knowledge we'll thank the university for that but it's 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 not at a level where international players are at or or their peers are at Our, our our university system has become so rigid and so red tape as mentioned by one of the speakers Kunrat there that it's 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 incapable of even adapting to what's current with the 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 wave that's coming of AI mm. I, I I I I realized something while sitting in there that you know what as much as uh, part of my income a lot of my income comes from the academic space mm. I might not have it in the next 3 years mm. Because once you're able to 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 provide a, a, a comprehensive and compressed platform where you only have to teach a student how to well, well enough use AI as a tool, for instance, ChatGPT. Right now, I could literally take ChatGPT and start making money by writing PhD and master's papers, mm. and I'll get them done in a week. Mm. Charge everyone 10k, 30k. I'll be getting it done. Who, mm. who, who would know? Mm. The lecturers are not equipped. They're not ready. Mm-hmm. The conversation is not being had. It's only mm-hmm. being had yeah, now at conferences. But we've been having these talk shops before. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned about the book. I, I'll tell you why I haven't read the book. Because uh, it beat me to the job there. So I wasn't too happy <laughs> to that. Because I was one of the candidates looking forward to that position. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but not to say what he said is not true. It's just mm-hmm. that we, 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 we are very reactionary in our response. We should have already been doing this. Mm-hmm. It's like trying to build a power station now. For the current crisis, mm. it doesn't happen. Mm. What he's saying should have happened ten years ago. Mm. The localization, the closing of industries, did not do us any good. Mm. The loss of job, the the 
the, the bulking of our current welfare system, the keeping them poor and keeping them uh, under control system mm. that the current government has been using, unfortunately, it will come back to bite them. Mm. And the people are feeling it and being agitated. I mean, you walk up, okay, let me not get into politics, but let me stick to the point. <laughs> but the point is, to your point to answer your question, universities, have they been doing enough? No. Mm-hmm. Can they do better? Unfortunately, at this stage, no, not even. They will try, though. Mm. But it's only a matter of time. What do you but think is it's 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 hindering them from doing that? It's 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 policy. It's the it's the it's the, the current framework, mm-hmm. educational framework from the uh, Department of the High Education. Education and Technology. It's very rigid. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can tell you now. I've, I have institutions where you have quotas of how many students you can take, mm-hmm. and you can't do more. You have you have long process of how you can. For instance, if you want to do. We know the shortage of doctors and engineers and all this, but to pivot, or in order to pivot and say, now we're just moving, maybe we want more uh, faculties or specialized environments of doctors or accountants, whatever the case might be, it's, it's another five-year process it's just to shift. In that five years, I can go open up the school in less and online courses and training, give it out for even for free or subscription yeah. services. And take all your students and have students mm. after two years more employable mm, mm, mm. than your current uh, crop of students that you have in your system. Mm. I've seen it happen in the ICT space. Mm-hmm. In the ICT space, Mohawa, that's why I tell you with confidence that students, <laughs> university has been preparing students for a long time. Mm. I, I started uh, registered for my diploma. Uh, two years into my diploma, I had another colleague, uh, uh, I say, a friend of mine who was in matriculus. He went and started, started, started studying I, ICT at a Dumbland, you know, it's private person. But he started exactly what the industry wanted. He started the certifications, your A+, N+, MCSE, Microsoft, or what the industry was looking for. In three months, he was more employable than I was as a two-year student. And indeed, he got a job. <laughs> and from that, he just, with no diploma... Mm. Because industry is not looking. They look at your diploma. Once you get to a diploma level, they look at it and say, but what's in what's in here? What's in here? What's yeah. in this? Where is it recognized? Yes, mm. Sarah, but we're working. Microsoft was not made in Sarah. Google, all these technologies we are working with. That's why I say we are doctors of technology. Mm. And there's always strict training programs and regimes for such technologies. Mm. And yet I was able to be overtaken as a student by somebody who just even didn't have no passion for it. But he says, you know what? There's a quick way and a shortcut to do this. It's it's now it's the same as now going to be happening for all fields. Now it's just gonna be ICT with this new AI wave. Mm. Because as this was mentioned by previous speakers, uh, especially the, the last two passionate speakers <laughs> yeah. that we engaged, uh, mm. I think it was Professor Singh and uh, yeah. Yes. And they mentioned how you know what, it's it's adapt or die. Mm. Uh, there's no time to store things in your mind. There's no time to move. Look, you right now you have a laptop sitting in front of you, where you used to need a, a whole broadcasting <laughs> studio mm. just to have a session here and record and all this heavy equipment. It's the time to move. Yes, time to be competitive. Mm. I don't have time to travel to your job studio to sit there mm. with you <laughs> and have this chat. We yeah. can capture it right here, mm. right now. Mm. So the universities are, are, are yes. really slowing us down, but they need to be improved, otherwise. Mm-hmm. The students are going to suffer. You know, um, I, I, I know we can we can really stretch it, but yeah. we are really, uh, you know, uh, limited in <laughs> yeah. to get to time. But um, 
you know, from this, we are an inspirational radio. Um, we oh, need okay. to leave people sure. inspired, yes. you know. Um, but 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 without being visionary as well, yes. we need to face our realities. But at the same time, let us mm. communicate a positive message. Um, from 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 this um, future work conference mm. that we have just um, not a, a dialogue. I would like to call it a dialogue. A dialogue we, because I think it was a dialogue indeed. Um, what would you say you are taking from here, going into into academia, which will actually, um, you know, next day when we come back here and where you and I meet, we are able to come up with things that are measurable. Exactly, exactly. Thank you for that. And then, and then, and then <laughs> in less than know, a minute. I know, in less than a minute. Um, you know what? I'm really inspired by. The the, 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 the the interest I saw from the youth in this conference. The students who, the students came, who yeah. came there and who, who really are eager to learn, are eager to mm. adopt, are familiar and are able to quickly adopt this technology. For them, those who are in this space, who are learning about this, for instance, we're sitting next to Renesha here, which I put along as a student uh, assistant in, in my environment. Um, her eyes are opened up. You know, the, the, the message of reskill upskill, continuously learn that the future is not static and that you need to be adaptable as a student, as a person or an individual at any level. I think that's the message that really came as positive out of this because it's not about the technology but at the end of the day it's the ability to assimilate, adapt to it and embrace it mm. at every individual's you know, kind of pace and uh, level. So, and and, and what's, what's also, in, also positive about all of this is that you no longer need to be Einstein mm. to operate at this level. You yeah. can now compete with the big boys. Mm-hmm. You just need to get your basic <laughs> skills right, your typings. As, <laughs> as you was saying yesterday. As you was saying, de-expertanalize. <laughs> de-expertanalize. Yes, yeah. yes. On that note, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. No, Please no, do no, make time some next time when we we need you to come uh, and engage us here on the show. Call me on all types of topics. I'd love to engage again. <laughs> thank you, you so much. <laughs> well, that was Kahiso there, uh, who was helping me unpack this, just to get to understand, uh, just to get to understand, because you know some of these things we we really um, are, are not understanding. So we need people like Kahiso who are going to come. And, you know, um, try and, and, and help us and help you as the listener uh, who is listening to understand what is this for I art about and what are the opportunities and what is it that we can do to, to really make sure that we, we are in it. We are in it. We are walking the talk and we are part of the change and the move that is happening in the country. Let's take a break. When we come back, we are going to be continuing with the show. Stay tuned. SA's lowest cost bank account is here. No monthly fees, no debit orders and free money transfers. Now you can do even more from your phone for free. Like pay bills and buy airtime or data. And it works on any phone. Register via the ShopRite app or dial this number. Powered by ShopRite. You're listening to Vuga Online. Welcome back um, to The Cycle. You are still with me, um, Halimuta. Let me remind you again, for those of you who don't know how to get in touch with us, this is how you can actually uh, get in touch with us. You can follow us on Facebook. We are at Vuga Online Radio. You can um, you know, like us on Twitter, follow us on Twitter. Uh, we are at Vuka Online Radio as well. We are also in Instagram. We are also in Instagram. 
do follow us to hashtag us do mention us and um, of course we would love to hear from you we are your inspiration radio and for the benefit of those who maybe have just joined us and maybe joined while i was talking to uh to Kahiso, we are talking about the future of work and the 4IR and, and and this is because of um the fact that i had an opportunity to attend the the conference or the dialogue um on the future of work uh, which was organized by the the Tony university of technology and and and, and of course there's a lot that um, myself and Gahiso have covered on that interview, but as I was, um, you know, uh, talking to Gahiso, this came into my mind. Um, you know, um, I don't know if you guys remember. Um, I think it was in 2019. I think um, around this time, October, um, when um, <laughs> um, the, the the former deputy president uh, David Mabusa was asked by a member of uh, the Economic Freedom Fighters, Dr. Mbuzen Ndlozi. To simply define for IR, you know, and uh, it, it was embarrassing because um, the deputy president's answer was inadequate, was um, in, in, in inadequate, and, and, and that is really uh, because of how um, perhaps we 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 were not able to actually make sure that. We, we we educate our people and and, and i'm sure that uh, the, the deputy president is not the only person who is not able to articulate or define what is for ir and you know there are many people who are in government and and, and many others who are in you know in different sectors who actually don't understand what is for ir and what is it all about and that is why we need people like us who are going to come and help us understand what is 4IR and what are the challenges that comes with with, with, with 4IR and how do we you know overcome um, those challenges making sure that we we, 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 we we prepare ourselves for for the future of work and how do we prepare you know young students how do we prepare our children to go to school in the next 20 or even more years how will education be done Will we be having the infrastructure which is needed for that? Uh, because infrastructure, of course, is one of uh, those um, challenges. And, and and some of the findings, uh, some of the findings which were done by one institution, which I'm not going to mention the name here, um, it, they 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 revealed that the 4IR adoption is not only about the perceptions, because there are wrong perceptions out there um, globally. Not only in South Africa, uh, but it's also influenced by material obstacles, like of course uh, the conflicting global views, which I've just mentioned, and also um, the complexity in the conceptualization of 4IR, and of course even the digital skills gap. So there, there are opportunities, and of course there are you know challenges and shortfalls and we need to find ways in which we can deal with all this and 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 for me i think we 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 need to deal with the with the the, the, the shortage or the lack thereof of um relevant adequate skills that are needed by the times we live in uh we need to have uh, you know make available training facilities and capabilities 
so that students are prepared so that young people are prepared so that even ourselves who are you know older are prepared um, those who are holding you know higher positions in government have been in the corporate sector are prepared are skilled and 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 and, and they can really see their relevance in 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 the in the in the work uh, that which needs to be done at this point and also uh, make funding available for these um, for these technologies because they are expensive. We need to um, you know face that they are expensive, but we need to invest more uh, in these technologies and uh, and and also deal with the negative the negative perceptions um, such as the fear of, of losing jobs and, and and people saying that these machines and all these. Uh, robotics and they are, they are going to take away our jobs and people are going to be without jobs and our children will be hungry and all this we need to deal with that um, and take those things away making sure that people feel like you know this is something that we can embrace something that we can work with something that we need to open ourselves to learning we need to open ourselves to to learning and 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 and, and of course there's a lot that one um, can learn i mean myself uh, being at, uh, at, at this uh, dialogue, I, I learned a lot. I learned a whole lot of things. And we need to open ourselves like that. Open ourselves to learning. Open ourselves to um, a, a new way of doing things. Because things are not going to be done the same way they've been done in the last 20 or 30 years. But the new way of doing things, we need to adapt. We are going to leave it here for the cycle today. After this short break, I will be making some concluding remarks. Stay tuned. The world has changed. What we do today will define our tomorrow. We will keep changing how we design, how we choose materials, and how we make our products. We're turning using into reusing and recycling. Already more than half of our materials are recycled, organic, or sustainably sourced. By 2030, it will be 100%. Let's change for tomorrow. More music. More inspiration. Fuga online welcome back welcome back to the cycle we are closing the show uh, unfortunately due to due to time um we would love to have you know longer conversation but we can't because we don't have um enough time to to do that um but we are going to continue this conversation um i was supposed to have had uh mr mushomi who is the director of the Institute for the Future of Work at the University of the, the Tony University of Technology, the Tony University of Technology, and um, he's the one who organized this. And uh, we, we agreed that we were going to have um, the interview, but unfortunately, because of how busy um, the, the conference was and how he was engaged in, 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 in other meetings, he was not able to join us on the conversation. But I can promise you that we will be having uh, Mr. Mkhomi in the coming weeks. We will be continuing on this conversation please be sure to tune in uh, so that you can learn more about the, the institute for the future of work and what are the work that which they are doing the, the research that which they are they are also doing and 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 some of um you know the work that they are collaborating with with the undp for an example and, and of course uh, even other um you know um, organizations that they are working with uh, in making sure that we are prepared for the future of work in this country thank you so much for tuning in and thank you uh, to those who have been you know following us liking us and of course uh, interacting with us on the show thank you so much we are going to leave it here for the uh, for the cycle 
uh, the cycle will continue next time. Until then, goodbye. How do you know the life of personal coach you are about to work with is who they say they are? How do you know if they can do the job? At the Africa Board for Coaching, Consulting and Coaching Psychology, we can tell you. So, before you share your secrets and spend your money, check with us first. Visit www.abccp.com or call us on 012-751-7608. The ABCCP, the professional... You're listening to VUGA Online. You are rocking with the best.